John Wayne Gacy was born on March 17, 1942. Rip whoever that has to share a birthday with that guy, but anyways. He was born in Chicago, Illinois. According to Ted Sullivan, the writer of Killer Clown, says that John's childhood wasn't the best. John was named after his father, but his father was an abusive alcoholic and John would be physically and verbally assaulted. John wanted to love his father, but he failed to win his father over due to his father dying on Christmas Day. After his father died, he dropped out of school and moved to Las Vegas to be a janitor. After a few months, he moved back to Chicago to enroll in business college. After he graduated, he was put in as manager for a few companies and shortly after his promotions, he married into a wealthy family. Not only was that family wealthy, they were named the Sanders. His father-in-law, Colonel Sanders, put him into management for the family's chicken restaurant, KFC. Everything seemed to be going fine, and then one day, John Wayne Gacy was found guilty of sodomizing or anally raping two young male employees at KFC. Gacy was arrested and was sentenced 10 years to Iowa State's Men Reformatory. After serving 18 months, Gacy was paroled and moved back to Chicago. Once he was back, he immersed himself into politics, and he did so well at it that he was able to take a picture with First Lady Rosaline Carter. Gacy was then married and divorced from his second wife because she could no longer handle his mood swings and his crazy obsession over homosexual magazines. Once he was divorced, everything seemed to become more bizarre. July 1975, one of Gacy's employees, John Bukovich, disappeared. December 1976, another Gacy employee, Gregory Gogzik, disappeared. Both parents told police to investigate Gacy since he was the only one to last speak with both employees. In neither case did the police pursue Gacy, nor did they discover his criminal record. But not all of Gacy's victims died. Gacy got tired of digging holes in his crawlspace, so he hired one of his employees, David Cram, to make more space. Cram also stayed in the spare bedroom in his boss's house. One night, Cram came home and saw that Gacy was drunk and in his clown costume. They had a few drinks, and then Gacy playfully tricked Cram into handcuffs. But then Gacy started growling. He began spinning Cram around the room yelling, I'm going to rape you. Cram pushed Gacy down and grabbed the key and escaped.
on December 21st, 1978, one of Gacy's employees told the police that Gacy had confessed to more than 30 murders. Shortly after, Gacy was arrested for marijuana possession, but then the police got a second warrant. Police went back to his house and found human bones in his crawl space. Gacy told the police that he picked up teenage runaways or male prostitutes off the streets. They would bring them back to his house promising money or he would just grab them with force. Once they came back to his house, he would tie them or handcuff them and often stick clothing in their mouths to muffle their screams. He would then choke them with a rope or a board as he sexually assaulted them. Gacy then kept the bodies with him. For the next four months, more human remains would show up. Reporters, astonished bystanders, and TV news crews watched as 29 bodies were found in Gacy's crawl space. This podcast is brought to you by Starbucks, the only drink that was able to keep me up the night before this podcast was due. Thank you, Starbucks. Gacy was executed at Stateville Correctional Center in Crest Hill, Illinois, by lethal injection. His last meal was a dozen of deep-fried shrimp, a bucket of original recipe chicken from KFC, a pound of fresh strawberries, and french fries. During his execution, crowds began to surround the correctional center, and the crowd cheered at the moment when Gacy was dead. Before his death, Gacy didn't show any form of guilt. His last words to his lawyer in his cell were to, Killing wasn't going to bring back any of the murders. And it, uh, and it is also said that his final words were, Kiss my butt. But switch the letters B, U, T, and T to A, S, and S. And the execution took 18 minutes to finish. I want to thank everybody that listened to my podcast. I want to say that this podcast took about a solid three hours to record. Then the research took a whole week. So, uh, but I want to show appreciation to my teacher, Miss Nick, for giving me the time and space to do the research on this project. And I want to thank my friends for always keeping me focused on my project, even though we were never really focused. But a lot of love goes out to them. And I want to thank Mr. Evans 
for giving us the library. So that was kind of that was kind of cool. But anyways, thank everyone that put in work to this podcast. So thank you for listening.